This is the Hockey Dudes Podcast. It is Thursday, August 19th. And I just do want to point out that it is Thursday, and I know that. Seems like there's a lot of people on Twitter recently that forgot what day it was. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I knew what day it was. Today. Well, today is Thursday. I'm recording this Wednesday night. So I guess technically right now it is Wednesday. I think I forgot what day it was. I think I just forgot what day it was for a second. As I was bragging about the fact that I didn't forget what day it was. No, I saw this. Re- I saw this reporter today, though. Um, you know, Dave Holmes. He's one of the reporters that works here at the station, and and he follows a lot of other reporters around the country. And I saw this reporter in Pittsburgh forgot what day it was live on air. That's tough. And then I saw somewhere else that somebody forgot what day it was. It was a like a meme though. So I, if it's a meme, if it's a meme, then it's it can't be. It's probably not real. So, but you know, nonetheless, a lot of people were talking about how they thought Wednesday was Thursday, and I just did that. I may have jumped the gun, but you know, by the time you're listening to this, it probably is Thursday. So, correct me, points me for that one. There is still some hockey news going on. We're, we're approaching the end of summer here. Summer days are waning down, but we did get a little bit of a, a little bit of a news bomb dropped on us, and it's a little disappointing. A little disappointing, but not surprising. But not surprising, and that is that the NHL Board of Governors unanimously approved jersey ads for the 2022-2023 season. And they are suckers for money. <laughs> they are big time suckers for money. This, this kind of, it's just, it's, you know, listen, everywhere around the world, there are ads on jerseys. And America was one of those countries where just our sports, a lot of them did not for the longest time have ads on jerseys. You know, and that was honestly, that was very, that was dope. (laughs) That was dope. I missed that already. I missed an era where jerseys were just the one thing that was left untouched. But I understand it because it looks like in this past year, Gary Bettman said that the helmet ads. So just this past year, the NHL approved teams to put ads on their helmets and that did like a hundred million dollars worth of revenue across the league for teams. So there is a lot of lot of uh, ad revenue that is going to be made from putting them on the jerseys. I mean, if you made that much money across the league on helmets, imagine how much more you'll make on jerseys. And I know the sweaters, they're so, they're so awesome, man. Nothing like a hockey sweater. It's the best type of jersey out there and just to be just to be billboarding it up is gonna suck it's gonna suck man I don't I don't know what to say 
like to think of the like next like winter classic jersey like having like Bridgestone tires on it. No, I'm not about it. I'm honestly not. I understand it though. I understand it, and I listen. That's a lot of money to be. You know, I mean, if it, like I said, if the helmet ads are worth a hundred million dollars, imagine how much more the jersey ads are going to be worth. It's a smart move by the NHL. It's it is. It's a smart move by the NHL. You knew at some point it was going to happen. Here we go. Hopefully it stays just one three by five inch patch, which is what is being allotted to three by five inch patch. Hopefully that stays for the rest of time until I die. And then when I die, you can put as many many ads as you want. Have at it. Have at it. I just don't like to see it. It It does bother me. People will say... Oh, like when we when we did the ads on the helmets, people said, "Oh, you're never gonna notice. It's not gonna bother you." It bo- yeah, I noticed. I noticed. I noticed. It bothered me. You you lied. You lied. Like I never liked when teams do, like when teams host the All Star Game and they wear like the All Star patch all year. I hate that. It looks out of place. It doesn't. It doesn't look natural on the jersey. I hate like when the Blue Jackets do. Like the like the twenty year anniversary logo, this is dumb. This is dumb. Yeah, I mean, all you're doing is counting how many years we haven't won a Stanley Cup. That's all you're doing. And you're just making a logo out of it. it. Sucks. It sucks. It's stupid. You want you want to bring logos back? Why don't you add the Stanley Cup playoffs logo back on the ice? Because this past postseason, without seeing Stanley Cup playoffs lettering across the blue line, made me very upset. I forget it, it added it took away from the games it really did you may think that's stupid but it did I don't know maybe I'm just a dumb hockey fan but I'm I'm the one that's you know I'm part of the group of people that are keeping this league afloat man I keep this my just hire me just hire me I, I will tell you what to do I think I speak for a lot of hockey fans when I say the things that I say but who knows anyway I know some people that bothered them. I hope I'm not the only one out there. Actually, I know I'm not the only one out there. And then there's other people that are just like, who cares? But either way, it's going to bother me. I did see CBJ coverage on Twitter was just this dude, whoever is running this account just continues to impress me. I hope it's more than one guy. Actually, no, that's not true. I hope it is just one guy because the numbers, the numbers that this person puts out is just impressive. This Twitter account, it's, it's at CBJ coverage. Very nice account. They, they do a great job with graphics with, uh, they're always on top of the news. It, it's basically taking all of the blue jackets timeline and just dumping it on one account. This guy follows all the big reporters in not just hockey, but all the big blue jackets reporters. And he just reports, 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 or she, well, it could be she, she just reports, 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 and then makes really sick graphics. Well, they did um, <laughs> they did 10 different ad designs, 10 different possible Blue Jackets, homegrown companies that could potentially sponsor the Blue Jackets in 2022-2023. They did a homage one. Homage logo doesn't look too bad. Obviously, see, here's the thing. If you can blend the color of the logo into the same, like the team color, if the team color matches the advertisement logo colors, that's good. It's fine. Like the blue jackets, like 
actually the Blue Jackets, like the Ohio Health and the Nationwide on the helmet, did did that one did not bother me. That was a great, great job by the Columbus Blue Jackets to pick partners. And, you know, it made sense. Like, Ohio Health, they sponsor pretty much everything in Columbus sports-wise. And Nationwide, who also pretty much sponsors everything in Columbus sports-wise. So they made two very easy sponsors there to put on the helmets that had the same coloring. Here's here's an example right now of, like, Homage. I actually think the Homage logo looks kind of good because that jersey just went from being $300 to being $365 with the Homage logo on it. That's how shirts work. You, they go up by, like, 25% or whatever if you put the Homage logo on it. So I like that. Safe Light Auto Glass. Yeah, it's cool. It's fine. I mean, like I said, the colors, it works. Wendy's, eh. No, I would rather not. Mm, yeah, I, I'm I'm in a battle with Wendy's right now because they got rid of their spicy sriracha sauce. That that stuff was so good, man. Do you ever have that where like one of your favorite restaurants gets rid of one of your favorite sauces? I pray that none of you guys ever have to go through that because Wendy's spicy sriracha sauce was amazing. I would go get their four for four. Have the junior bacon cheeseburger with the fries. And I would just dunk everything in the spicy sriracha sauce. I would order, I would order like double and triple like packets of it. And I gotta tell you, the day that I pulled in there one time to get lunch, and when the, when I found out that they didn't have the spicy sriracha sauce, it ruined my week. So and granted, I still do get Wendy's on the rig, but I don't like that one as much as the other two. Nationwide. Yeah, that's fine. Put the Schweid. Yeah, just put the Schweid's logo right on right on the jersey. I like that. Um, and then we got some more here. I'm just going to read all these. This one is BrewDog. I could vibe with it. I could vibe with the BrewDog logo. Yeah, just slap a beer on it. It is a little too, like, bright white of a logo that it that would that is a little bit of an eyesore. Like, it doesn't sound as subtle, but, I mean, it's cooler than... And no, Huntington, uh, Huntington, you can do Huntington with their green H like hexagon thing. If you bring back the real Huntington green seats, bring back the Huntington green seats and you can do Huntington. Otherwise, no, not, not down with it. But if you bring back the Huntington green seats, the 10 for $10, I'm in, I'm in, uh, Worthington industries. I a hundred percent approve shout out Mackenzie. She doesn't listen, but Worthington industries, big fan. Give me free tickets. White castle. No. Horrible. Funny story about White Castle, though. The only time that... The first time I ever heard the F word as a kid was when my dad was... uh, He was bringing a bunch of White Castle into the house because we had some family members over. And for some reason, everybody just wanted White Castle that night. And, you know, my family didn't regularly get White Castle, but somebody else in my extended family, like a cousin or something or an aunt or uncle, wanted White Castle. So my dad went and picked it up, and when he's bringing it in the house, he's walking in with, like, 35 sliders, just carrying it all by himself and, like, four sodas, and he just drops everything on the ground. Everything. The vibes were so good in that house with the family, with the cousins there. But then when that, when those sliders and those Diet Cokes and Cokes and Mountain Dews and Sprites all hit the ground, it was a fuck. You know, I knew exactly what it was when he said it to you. I was like, yeah, that's a bad word. That is a bad word. You could just tell. 
Um, all right, cool story, Hayden. Uh, next one is Skyline Chili in. My family lived off Skyline Chili. Skyline Chili got me through the recession. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Skyline Chili got me through the recession. Skyline Chili is the definition of a blue-collared restaurant. It does bother me a little bit that it is technically the Cincinnati skyline in the background of the logo. Like, the logo is the Cincinnati skyline. I would actually, I'd love to see, hey, CBJ coverage, if you're listening to this, can you make a skyline logo that has the CBJ uh, or CBJ has the Columbus skyline in the background. I'm saying skyline too many times, but you know what I mean? That is, that is by far the best one I've seen. And then roosters. Sure. All gr- amazing wings, amazing wings. I love roosters wings and their draft beer. Nothing like draft beer and wings at roosters, not an ad, but none of these were ads actually, but nonetheless, I would, I would absolutely, oh, I'm so hungry. I'd crush some roosters right now. That, that, Cock on the front just looks like he wants to party at all times. Like he's got the glasses on, two th- two fingers up on both sides. He's like, let's go. Let's raise the roof. Big fan of the Roosters logo guy. All right. That was enough of that. That was fun. That was fun. Actually, that could, that changed my mind. Thank you, CBJ coverage. You just changed my mind. I do like jersey ads now. I don't know what it is about me. You You did something. You did something special in me. Moving on, Steven Samkos is reportedly selling his $16 million home, or he already has sold it. Yep, Steven Samkos has sold his $16 million home on Davis Island in Tampa Bay, Florida. I Google Earth Davis Island. Very nice. Very nice. It's it's a little sobering as a, as someone who lives in Columbus to be like, you know, yeah, we got nice neighborhoods around here. You know, we got Dublin. We got yeah, we got Grandview, Grand Upper Arlington. We got we got some Beth, uh, um, Bexley, German Village. We don't have a Davis Island. <laughs> Just look at Davis Island. Just you want to talk about a neighborhood that has big candy bars on Halloween, Davis Island has to have just the most massive candy bars on Halloween. King sizes on king sizes. California king sizes out of every single house on Halloween for trick-or-treat. But anyway, he sold a $60 million home, which means he will not, maybe this is what this means. I assume this is what this means. He will not be playing for Tampa Bay. And, you know, reflecting back on it, when Nikita Kucherov was saying, it sucks. It sucks. We're not. We're not gonna have the same team this year. That's exactly where my mind went. Was okay. Who are they losing? Are they losing like someone big? They got to be right. They have to be losing someone big. Like he wouldn't be talking about this if you know, literally, Seattle was just gonna draft one of their guys off the scrub list. Like no. Like he's obviously talking about something big. He's talking about his pal Steven Stamkos, who has sold. His $16 million home. Now, listen, I would love to have him on the Blue Jackets, but like I said, there is absolutely no way he would ever come here. No chance. I mean, this, like I said, this man just spent his last 13 years 
playing for an absolutely dynasty of a team. He has 866 points in 841 games. He's going to be a highly sought after center. He is just 31 years old. He's back and he's healthy. This he's got still has one of the best slap shot, the stammer hammer. He still has one of the best slap shots in the game. He's going to play for the Boston Bruins <laughs> or the Montreal Canadiens or the, the Tan or the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's, it's not even, don't even worry about it. Don't even think for one second that Steven Stamkos is going to sign with the Columbus Blue Jackets. No chance. I was looking at this neighborhood that he lived in, by the way, just seeing what other athletes live in there. Uh, nobody, no, none of the really big names in sports, just like Tony Dungy, Derek Jeter, Nobody like that you would like know of. Yeah, but still really cool place. Looks nice. Looks nice. I saw that Boone Jenner was on NHL Sirius XM recently, and I'd like to play some of his soundbite. He was kind of on and would ask, you know, he just recently signed a contract with the Columbus Blue Jackets this offseason, and he was on with uh, Dave McCarthy, who is the Toronto correspondent for NHL.com and Sirius XM. And let's just play this clip of him the, the, on the, the show today. Jackets don't have a captain now with uh, Nick Foligno moving on at the deadline and then uh, obviously again in the offseason of Boston. Uh, you wore an A uh, for a period of time uh, during your career. If if it came up, I would think that you would certainly be in the mix. What would it mean to you uh, to be in the mix and potentially get the opportunity to wear the C at some point? Yeah, definitely a, um, a huge honor. You know, I mean, a lot. I think I've, you know, as a, as a player, uh, leadership's always something I take a lot of pride in and it's always kind of been been part of my game, just you know, on the ice and off the ice with with helping teammates and whatnot. But uh, more so, just leading by example. And I think I'm just gonna, you know, focus on you know what I can control, and that's you know trying to lead by example uh, first and and foremost. So um, you know, I want to you know push push guys in camp and and make sure we're all ready to go. And um, yeah, like I said, it it would be a huge honor and. Um, you know, learning from other leaders that we've had, uh, you know, you kind of, you're, you're always trying to learn and, and grow in that aspect. So um, I think I try to learn each more or more and more about that role each and every year and, um, you know, just grow in that aspect as well. It would be, it would be interesting to have him as the captain. I know a lot of people have certainly suggested that, you know, Nick Felino was a guy who he was just so involved in the community and, it's just a really tough captaincy to replace right away. Remember, we didn't have a captain. The Blue Jackets didn't have a captain between Rick Nash and Nick Foligno. We went several years where we just legitimately did not have one. And I think it would be really surprising for Boone Jenner to be named captain right away, like before the season. I wouldn't expect that. I think... Brad Larson needs to see how this room gels together. Who are the captains that rise to the top? Who are, you know, some of the leaders in the locker room in terms of uh, vocals? Who gives the, 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 you know, the pepped up speeches or who sticks around and, and gives long drawn out answers to the media? Who somebody has to embrace that role. 
Will Boone Jenner embrace that role? I think he absolutely can. I think if it was up to me and if I had to guess who could come out of this thing as captain, I would think Boone Jenner would obviously be one. I think Zach Wierenski, if he wants it, he's there. I mean, he's the highest paid player on the team now. So we've clearly marked him as the most valuable to us in terms of money. And, you know, he is probably the most talented player on the team. So if he wants it, it's his. You see that in a lot of NHL teams. Sometimes if you if you already are the most talented player on the team, you have an edge. Um, some other guys that maybe would sound interesting to me as captain would be Jack Roslevic. Why? <laughs> I know it's a little crazy. I know it is. I know it is. But... Uh, just for the sake of arguing, the guy's from Columbus. He's improved a lot. He's shown that he does have a lot more talent at center than what he portrayed in Winnipeg when he was playing wing. And I think he is already ba- embracing some sort of a leadership role in terms of he's taking guys under his wing and he's acclimating them to Columbus. And, you know, he's a guy who worked out with Cam in the offseason. So he got really close to guys who were in town here. And he knows what it means to be a Blue Jacket without playing for the team. So I, And he obviously is going to contribute for this team really, really highly in, in, in a lot of big, important ways. Uh, another guy who was a Blue Jacket before any of these guys were Blue Jackets, would be Jakob Voracek. <laughs> if he wants it, like I said, if he wants it, the door is open. The door is open. I think if you ask Brad Larson, I don't think he has any clue who his captain is going to be. I think he has some ideas, and I think he has some favorites in his head. But, you know, this is not something that we need to have right now. So I'll be really interested to see where this thing goes. But, yeah, it just goes to show that it just doesn't really matter right now. And I don't think we're going to find out anytime soon. He was speaking uh, some more on Sirius XM, and I'd like to play that clip now. This is him talking about why he resigned with Columbus. Why was it important for you to get the deal done this year? You could have played out the year, maybe sniffed around the market uh, next summer, but you wanted to get that deal done. How come it was important to you to get that taken care of? For me to get it done was was definitely important. I think it comes down to uh, I want to win in Columbus. That's where I want to be. That's where I want to uh, win. You know, I like I love the city. I've been there for eight years. The city, the best fans, uh, you know, in my opinion, uh, the organization from top to bottom is is top notch, and to get that done was important. I, I think it just comes back to that's where I wanted to win. I've I've been there, like I've said, and through the ups and the downs, and I want to be there when uh, when we win. So, how did the deal all come together? Was it a, a quick negotiation? Was it something that you had to sort of grind away over the course of a few months? How did it all come together? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it's between the agent and the team, obviously. So, um, you just you talk to your agent, and and they're talking to the team, and. Um, no, I was just happy it came together. I think just like any uh, negotiation, it's, you know, you're going to talk and, and, you know, bounce ideas or whatnot back and forth. So, you know, to, to have it done is, is, 
it's huge for me, like I said earlier. What have you come to love about the city of uh, Columbus? You've been there, obviously, now your entire career since you broke in in 2013. Now, there's this notion going around that some guys want to leave Columbus as soon as they get the opportunity, and that seems to be bucking the trend this offseason with yourself and Zach committing long-term. And you talk to a lot of guys, Nick Felino, Cam Atkinson, they've all come to love the city of Columbus. Uh, why has it become such a, such a special place for you? Yeah, I really love it. You know, it's like a second home to me. The the city, uh, just living wise, is is beautiful, and and obviously, um, you know, the hockey side of it, the organization, like I said, starting there, and, and our ownership, and then you know, bleeding into the fans and the community. I think it's um, a growing hockey community. Even when I started there till now, it, you know, the minor hockey and, and the hockey fans around that community are you know growing and growing, and it's um, it's a great place to play and and live. So yeah, I'm not sure you, you asked the wrong guy about that, um, you know, opinion or or whatnot about um, guys leaving. So uh, I love it, and it's, it's like you said, I'm happy to see uh, more guys staying and signing, you know, contracts here. For the sake of everything, I will admit that if I did get to pick a captain, if I could tell you who I think would be the best, just to give my opinion instead of just saying names out there, I do think he would, I you know, I think Boone Jenner would make a great captain for this team just to get my official take on it. The fact that he did experience all of the building up to the Blue Jackets going on that four-year playoff run, I think is important. I think that is really important because we are resetting and we're going to do it again. We're going to try to do it again. And listen, he's so young, dude. He is so young, just 28 years old. You know, he's got his whole career. He's got ha- at least half a career ahead of him still. And he's he's still playing at a good rate. Um, last year wasn't so pretty. Just 17 points in 41 games. But, I mean, he was really getting buried at the bottom of a lineup that already didn't have a lot of good, a lot of good players on it. He wasn't being utilized, I think, the way that he'd like to be. And with the Blue Jackets adding some young talent to this team, some young hungry talent, I'd I'd like to see him surpass what he did in his last full year, which was 2016-2017. He played all 82 games, and he had 34 points. I think he can... I think if... I think he can pass that. that. That's a big, big ask of him. That's a huge ask of him. But listen... What we need is we we need offense. At least Nick Foligno, he delivered on offense. And so does Boone Jenner, but just in in very small doses right now. And I think, I, I really do think he can tap into that next level. Hopefully, hopefully. And maybe maybe it is, maybe it does take for him to have a C on his chest. Maybe it, it now that he has signed a four-year, $15 million contract with this team, Maybe he does feel a little bit of responsibility, like I need to live up to that a little bit. I know it's only three. I know it's a little under four million dollars a year. It's not the biggest contract in the world, but we're paying him for four years, and 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 we've shown that we can commit to him. So, I'll be I'd be interested to see. I would just love to see it. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Uh, some more stuff. I saw the the Blue Jackets signed Cole Sillinger to an entry level contract. That's something you love to see. Uh, Cole Sillinger, of course, we drafted this past year. Um, 
general manager and all, 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 general manager Yarmo Kekalainen announced it today. He was selected by the Blue Jackets, of course, in this last draft, twelfth overall, and a pick from Chicago. Guy's just eighteen years old. He scored twenty four goals, twenty two apples, and five, including five power play goals, in just thirty one games for the Sioux Fall Stampede of the USHL, the Junior Hockey League here in. The United States. He was the USHL's Rookie of the Year and was named to the All Rookie Team and a second All and a second All Star Team. Gosh, some of this reading's hard at 11:08 at night. But, anyways, I think this guy is a very important part of this future of this team. His father is obviously in now an NHLer. Mike Sillinger played for the Blue Jackets, of course. He had 18 seasons in the league. Had 240 goals and has over a thousand career games. He played for 12 different teams. He was a suitcase. He was the ultimate suitcase. But I would love it if if Cole was it. I would love it if this guy was our Sidney Crosby or our Nathan McKinnon. That I mean, who wouldn't? Obviously, I'd love that. Who who wouldn't love for their draft pick to become that guy? Listen, you never know. That's all I'm going to say. You just never know. And the kid's talented. He has a father who played in the league. That's that's not something that we've had a lot of. We had Nick Foligno, of course, whose father played in the league. And I'd say Nick Foligno turned out to be a pretty damn good player. Wouldn't you guys? I don't know. I mean, he wasn't, you know, Sidney Crosby, McKinnon, or Connor McDavid, but a very good player. I think Cole Sillinger can be that for us. I would just like to see him come here and I'd like to see him like Columbus and build a relationship with the guys that are already, you know, playing here. And let's just go freaking win this thing, man. Let's just go freaking be a team this year. I'm I'm sick of sitting here and, you know, going back and forth in my head. Like, how are the Blue Jackets going to be? I don't know. Just go out there and just, let's just start playing hockey games, man. Let's just get it here already. I'm sick of the waiting. I'm absolutely sick and tired of the waiting. October cannot come soon enough. And I'm just I'm just really sick and tired of betting on baseball. It's been a really tough stretch for me. I mean, seriously bad. Like so bad I don't even feel like giving out picks for tonight. I just I'm I'm very low in the account right now. I got a lot of futures still out there. And I can just read those, I guess, the future bets that I have. But I just really need to sit down. I need to assess what's going on. I just need hockey to be back. I need fantasy hockey to be going on. I need fantasy football to be going on. I need it all. By the way, if you want to play in the Hockey Dudes Fantasy Hockey League, I'm sure we're going to have some open spots this year. Uh, you know, last year we were pretty full. I think we had 14 teams. But, you know, if you want to be on that return list, just give us a direct message at the hockey dudes. Just direct message me and and I'll get back to you and yeah, we'll figure this thing out. Finally, you know, I just want to say I, I just need hockey back, but finally I want to give a pre congratulations to our Timmy Panarin for being on the cover of NHL 22. That's right. You heard it from me, from me here first. Artemi Panarin on the cover of NHL 22. Do I actually know this for sure? No, I don't. But, I mean, come on. It's so obvious, right? Like, 
they did the little teaser video of a player skating over the New York Rangers logo. That's all you saw was the New York Rangers logo in the middle of the ice in the video. And you just saw like the players, the bottom half of their body skate away, the lower body part of the body skate away. And you don't know who the player is, but you know, he plays for the Rangers. Who else are you going to do? Like, who else is, who else is NHL going to try to market from the New York, from the New York Rangers? Like who is, it's obviously our Tony Panarin. So a pre shout out, pre congratulations to him. I hope the game's better. I'm going to buy it. I still need to buy Madden, but yeah, other than that. I just want to say that I've also been watching the O.J. Simpson versus the People show on Netflix. I think it was done by Fox. It's a American crime uh, story-like series. Like, they do other crimes, but the 2018 version, they did O.J. Simpson versus the People. And I'm just going to say, amazing show. Amazing show. I, I didn't grow up during OJ Simpson. I wasn't alive when that happened. And I've obviously know about it and I know what happened to him, but I don't know how exactly in detailed version. No one's ever walked me through how this man actually got away with killing two people being the star that he is in a world where they had all the evidence that they could possibly need to convict him. And yeah, I, I, it's amazing to me how this man got off and I'm really looking forward to finishing the rest of the documentary. It's not even a documentary. It's a, it's a pure drama. And honestly, it's very good. David Schwimmer's in it. Uh, John Travolta's in it and a bunch of other people that you would recognize that I can't think of off the top of my head. I love it though. I love it. It's very good. Um, yeah. Other than that, I hope you guys all have a good rest of your week. I will talk to you again tomorrow for another episode. We'll bring it right back. I ain't going to stop, baby. I ain't going to stop. I'm just going to keep going. Nobody can knock me off. I just want you all to know, please, somebody get on iTunes, drop a review, what you think of the show. And yeah, you drop a kissing emoji. I don't know if you can put emojis in iTunes reviews, but hey, why don't you try it out? All right. I love you guys. I'll see you all soon. Tell your dog. <laughs>